Welcome to this Trading Tips for 2022 podcast brought to you by CM Trading. Cryptocurrencies have been on the rise for the last decade, but I think the last two years punctuated by uh, the COVID-19 pandemic have thrust what was once an obscure section of finance into the mainstream with both retail and institutional investors now getting in on the action. So much so that the best known cryptocurrency at the moment, which is Bitcoin, is up 100 50% between December 2020 and December 2021, just to show an element of what's going on in that market. So in this podcast, we will be picking one of uh, CM Trading's best for insights, perspective and nuggets of industry knowledge for all things cryptocurrencies, looking at the trends that shaped 2021 and those likely to take hold of the year ahead. My name is Bidiwa Gavaza, business writer with the Business Day and Financial Mail and I'll be your host for this important conversation. Helping me to navigate this fascinating terrain and all the terms that come with it is CM Trading CEO, Daniel Keeble. Daniel, greetings to you today. Good afternoon, Majiba. How are you? Doing all right on this end. It's been quite an interesting year, as we said, and I think that will probably be a good place for us to start, just looking back at the year that was 2021. And right now, it's about December, which means the year is over. And we already mentioned the prices where they are sitting at the moment, the percentage increases, there's been a crypto boom, and all of that, right? So as far as you're concerned, and as far as you can see from your purview, what have been some of the biggest trends of the year as far as you can see? Okay, well, if I could just correct you one thing, if you'll allow me, we're not at the end of the year yet. As far as I'm concerned, it's the 14th <laughs> of December, and that gives me 17 days left of the year. But I can tell you that, you know, c- companies like CM Trading, such as ourselves, we're, we're open and people are trading throughout the yeah. year. And December is a month very often of very big moves. So there's still a lot to do and there's still a lot of money to be made. 2021 will go down in history, in my opinion, as a mad year. Mm. Completely mad. Mm. Because in the background, we have this a pandemic, a world pandemic, where things really, really aren't clear. No one really knows what's happening. We have no idea of the future. We suddenly think we've got the old variant Delta under control. And there's a brand new variant that's coming out, which has been attributed, obviously, to South Africa, but we know very well that it probably started somewhere else, which has spread hugely all over the world. And now we don't know what's happening. And we've got all of Europe and the States talking about a situation where we might have lockdowns again. Despite that, on the financial markets, we've had huge increases, increases through the roof in a huge, huge way. Okay, you've got cryptocurrencies, which you very correctly mentioned, uh, you know, there are huge rises. Crypto, could it be the future? What's happening there? We've had Bitcoin flying all the way up. It started this year at $23,000. Now, at the time, $23,000, you're thinking, this is madness. And then it, <laughs> and then it hits $69,000. Yeah. And it's gone down 30% from that. And we're now about, what, $43,000, $44,000. It's still yeah. madness. It is. Especially when you think about the fact that others are still predicting half a million. Right. And if you ask me, I think we're probably going there. We're probably going there. That's one of the things I'll be looking at next year, looking for some more falls in order to potentially go long and and to buy Bitcoin. But you've got other currencies as well, virtual currencies that are really of interest. Mm. One specifically is Ripple. Yeah. And Ripple is in a huge war 
with the authorities in the United States. There's a huge legal battle going on, which has kept Ripple down relative to all the other cryptocurrencies. But once that gets out of the way, and if it gets out of the way, then you're going to see Ripple flying through the sky. Well, that's the thought. So there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on. The markets are super interesting. There's huge opportunities. And and one of the beauties of, of companies like CM Trading is people are taking advantage of it and people are making a lot of money. And 2021 will go down, in my opinion, as the year of the mad, where some people have made crazy money. Now, with the year of the mad sort of wrapping up, because, you know, now I hasten to say that it's come to an end because the 17 days <laughs> left of trading, as what Daniel is telling us. With all of that said, what have been some of the, you know, standout stories from yourself? Because as much as we talk about decentralized finance, the world of cryptocurrency doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? So what have been some of the biggest stories that stood out to you? And in all of that, who are some of the winners and losers? There's no question. If we look at tech, let's look on stocks to start with. Yeah. Okay. How is it possible that uh, the stock markets have flown up, mm. flown, flown throughout a year when we've got a world pandemic, where for a large portion of the year, about a third of the world's population was unemployed? Mm. And we still don't know where we're going, mm. despite that tech stocks have absolutely flown. Mm. Now, the reason behind this is because it's a small number of tech stocks. And there's one that's, for me, the most interesting, certainly looking back and probably going forward as well, and that's Amazon. Yeah. Amazon is the equivalent of uh, South Africa. We have take a lot. Okay. And Amazon is the equivalent all around the world. Now, what's happened is people weren't going to supermarkets. They weren't going to shops. They were stuck at home. So who yeah. did they buy from? They bought from Amazon. And Amazon's yeah. share price has more than doubled in that time period. You've got other tech stocks based on alternative energy, which is really huge because we don't like burning coal anymore. The problems with ESCOM, South Africans are going to really need alternative energy sources. And pretty soon, we know with all the load shedding that's going on, yeah. Okay, you have cybersecurity, yes. which is really a big industry because everything we do is online these days. So cybersecurity yeah. has become very, very big. And in stocks, the stocks have just flown up. One other stock that I've been looking at, and maybe we'll talk about it going forward, is Disney. And that's to look at in 2022. And it's something that, that I think is very interesting. Um, if I'm looking at other things, we can look at the RAND. The RAND has been in the year of the mad. I think we can call South African, the South African RAND, the currency of the mad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's gone up. And it's gone down, but it doesn't just go down by sort no. of a couple of percent. No, 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 baby. When in South Africa, they do something, they do it right, and they do it to the end. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what it's gone between 14 and 16. We're now above 16 rands to the dollar again. Somehow the dollar strengthened. There's no question when the, the South African economy probably doesn't have the strength of other economies to get out of the mess and the world pandemic. Mm. And as such, South Africa is hit harder than other countries because it doesn't have the base on the economy. There are a lot of problems before COVID came around. We have all the ESCOM issues, the load shedding, which is something that's just come back in South Africa. And that's affecting the economy. Mm. So that's something to look at. And obviously, we've got crypto. And in 2021 was the year of Bitcoin. Weird out any question on all the other cryptocurrencies as well. The fact is people, slowly and surely, more and more people are going to be accepting Bitcoin. If we look at El Salvador now, it's never a big country that's going to start accepting Bitcoin. Yeah. It's never going to happen that America's going to start. But the fact is El Salvador has said that they're starting to accept Bitcoin. 
as an official currency. Whoa, 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 that's opened the door. Now, when El Salvador have done it, Costa Rica can do it. Again, small countries, but once it becomes more and more acceptable to use Bitcoin, then you're going to see Bitcoin continue to rise. Mm. Now, definitely, it's been quite a fascinating year. And, you know, when one looks at the last decade or so, and you think about especially the interest rate environment, especially in the United States and all of that stuff, a lot of people talking about uh, the fact that we haven't seen a lot of inflation coming through from stateside. But when you look at some of the crazy valuations that are in the stock market, one could argue to say that that's where all of that uh, action is. Trillions of dollars some of these valuations on the amazons the apples of this world like what you're talking about so given all the trends that you've just highlighted daniel what does that teach us because everything has to sort of lend itself to where we are going when we look back in the rearview mirror what does where we've come from tell us about where we are going in 2022 it's the billion dollar question isn't it if you remember a few years ago we had the million dollar questions but nowadays the million dollar questions not enough (laughs) yeah i think it's it's i'll tell you why i love trading i'll tell you why i set up cm trading i love trading because Trading is a mirror of the world we live in. And, and, and I love the fact that you said sort of looking at the rear view mirror of what's going on. It's kind of a mirror, but it's also a mirror of the world as we are today. Mm. Um, where are we going? It's the uncertainty. And in trading, uncertainty is where you get the huge results. Uncertainty brings huge volatility in the market where people mm. aren't clear. And when you're in the middle of a pandemic, there is absolutely uncertainty. Mm. We'll keep that very clear. And that is the time. And this is why. Let me give you an example. The Probably the most popular traded at CM Trading has been the NASDAQ yeah. over in the last yeah. year. Now, the NASDAQ has flown up, but it hasn't just gone up in one level. It's, it's, it's gone up and it's gone down. It means that the CM Trading clients have made money when the market's gone up yeah. and when the market's gone down. Yeah. You're asking me what it can tell us for the future. I'll be very honest with you. I don't have a clue. (laughs) And and it's the billion-dollar question. I think the times now are we're in an an era of uncertainty. We've had the year of the mad, as I called it, and maybe now we've got the year of the stable coming forward. Mm. But I don't know. And that's the beauty of trading, and that's what gets, gets my juices flowing, if you like. It's the fact that there's so much going on. There is so much uncertainty in the market, and this is the time where people are going in, and this is where the people are making the real money in the market Mm. and we've had people Mm. at cm trading making a fortune do i hope it continues going forward in 2022 100 percent, because uncertainty equals volatility equals huge potential profits now when it comes to all those huge potential profits there's always i've spoken to a couple of people that say that you can't waste a good crisis or you can't waste you know good chaos and right now if anything the world is in chaos right now and you alluded to the fact earlier on that we do find ourselves in a situation where the Omnicon variant of the COVID-19 virus is dominating headlines and all of that. And I guess that then precipitates this fourth wave that we are in. What is that actually doing, you know, in the markets? Because we know markets are jittery and they usually tend to react. So what's happening in the markets? And I guess, you know, we're always asking people to look into the crystal ball. Have we seen the most of it now or are we like, to see a little bit more reaction later on i think listen in the year of the mad which was 2000 and 2020 was year of the mad as well okay in the year of the mad nothing made sense 
Nothing made sense. Yeah. Okay. And as such, I don't look long term. I do think Bitcoin will go up to a hundred thousand dollars and beyond. I've, I, that's my opinion. I didn't think so. I hold my hand up. <laughs> yeah. I really, really didn't think so, but I just think it's an, it's, it's unstoppable. It's got movement. It's unstoppable. And I think it's just going to get there. And I think yeah. what we're doing now is we're looking yeah. for more opportunities. But I want to tell you how I look at things as a trader. I'm in touch with some of the VIP clients in CM Trading. And one of the things that I did is I look at what's going on. You, you mentioned the markets are jittery. Okay. As soon as I heard about Omnicorn, I did two things. Mm. I bought the dollar against the rand because, it, remember, it was a South African disease mm. at mm. that stage. It was only in South Africa. So clearly the rand was going to weaken. Yeah. But also, I sold the U.S. markets. Now, why am I telling you this? Now, that wasn't a long-term trade. Neither of these were long-term trades. Mm. You know, remember, at CM Trading and other companies, you can trade for a minute or you can trade for five minutes or an hour. Yeah. Why am I telling you this? Because when you see a situation, there are certain things you know are going to happen, and they can happen for a very short time period as well. Yeah. So clearly, Omnicorn, no one knew what was happening. There's this new variant coming out of America. What happened? You saw the NASDAQ fall by 3 4%. You saw the dollar rand, wow, fly up. Okay, now we're at the unknown. Again, we're really, really unknown. So I don't think it would be wrong for me to talk about sort of why things going forward. You mentioned yourself. You said something very interesting. It's 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 a waste. You can't yeah. waste the crisis to make money. Okay, but people need to be aware. By the way, in a crisis and when there's times to make money, there's more risk. There's higher risk, and I really want to put it out there for people. There are a lot of people making life changing life-changing money yeah. here but there are also people losing money because in a market like this when you've got the high volatility and big moves there are people the people that are making big big money are doing it now but unfortunately some people are losing money as well and mm. people need to be aware of that now with everything that you're saying daniel i'm very then interested in you know two particular trends that we've seen in 2020 because we've highlighted a lot of the macro issues around the world and also in south africa when you sort of zoom out you then see that two big macro issues one globally is the fact that people are still grappling you know, with things like work from home, with things like remote working, right? But at the same time, there's this, I don't think it's emergent, but rather it's a trend that is now sort of being picked up by global investors. And that is the fintech revolution on the African continent, right? Uh, especially mobile money. We've seen a lot of money coming into the space, TPG, Tencent, Fidelity, all having their eyes set on all of that. How are all of these different trends, I guess, feeding into it? Because like you said just now, something's happening just for, you know, the moment, right? Uh, how are all of these things, I guess, feeding into your uh, mindset as a trader? Um, wow, that's a lot of questions. Let, let's talk about work from home. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the work yeah. from home issue. Um, yeah. I think around the world as a general, and let, let's look at New York and let's, let's look at the States. People are working from home still and they're going to continue. It's a new mindset. People are no longer, they don't want to go into the traffic jams. Think about it. Most people are wasting 45 minutes an hour each mm. way to get into work anywhere in the world yeah. because traffic's a disaster. You can work from home and people have learned that they can work from home. Okay, so in that level, there's going to be a change. But for in Africa, that's problematic because in Africa doesn't have the infrastructure for Internet yet. It doesn't have the strong Internet. 
infrastructure. Add to that the obvious issues of load shedding in South Africa, which are going to have an effect. It means that you could be two hours. If you're in a big office block, which has got its own generator, yeah. then you can carry on working. Yeah. But if you're at home, then it's a problem for two or three hours a day, four hours, eight hours a day, you don't have electricity. So that's on one level. Certainly the issue in Africa, and again, it's around the world, but it's it's simple, is the use of the mobile phone and, and mobile payments and, and the kind of stuff you talk, as you've spoken about. And that's, that's clearly the future. Mm. Fintech is clearly the future. And the ability, and one of the ways that I think Africa really does lead the world is in mobile phones, the use of mobile phones for payments. And it's a very, very interesting thing. And it's something that's very big it's throughout Africa. And it's been going on for a very long time as well. Uh, certainly in, uh, in Kenya, within Pesa, it's been very big. And it's been like that for five or six years. So in a way, Africa is leading the world in that, which is very, very interesting. Mm. And uh, I guess all of that stuff, you know, then gets us to a point where we're sitting and we're saying, okay, cool, there's all of this stuff happening, you've got uh, the mobile money, you've got all of this work from home. But I think a debate or a discussion like this would not be complete if we didn't at least address the biggest acronym of 2021, which is NFT, non-fungible tokens, right? What has stood out to you? Because I think by now, ad nauseum, we've spoken about it, but what has stood out to you? I think the fact it, it, it's all put a part of blockchain technology, isn't it? It's it's part of the freedom of information and freedom of ability to see every stage of where something has been. So I want to claim I've got a glass of water. This glass of water is mine. You can see once I've put this, I put it on an NFT on this glass of water, it's now mine. And you can see the history of who I've sold it to and for how much. And what it's going to do is it's going to change absolutely everything. It's going to allow the small person on the street. I'll give you an example, an artist. Yeah. Okay. An artist can make an NFT of their own work and every person can see exactly who it belonged to and it means that I've got my rights as a painter yep. I can save them someone can't steal it from me going forward so the beauty of NFT is mm. the beauty of, of blockchain and it's the ability to look at things and know where things have come from and, and yep. also know where they're going and say this is mine and I can prove this is mine and that's what I think is amazing and I think it's a new market it's one that's just developing I don't think many people are following really in depth how it can how it can take us forward and what we're going to do I think certainly 2022 is going to be the year of NFT okay where it, it comes into our lives on a more and more and more level and I'm really fascinated to see how it goes and I'm fascinated to see how CM trading and other companies in the industry are using it to take it forward because we've got loads of ideas of what we're going to do specifically in South Africa with NFTs. And it's actually been quite great to see, I guess, the development, you know, that's actually happening right now because as much as we talk about cryptocurrencies, the underlying technology, which is blockchain, really great to see some of the solutions and innovation that people are coming up uh, with around that. And when it comes to cryptocurrencies, we tend to look at uh, things like uh, commodities versus versus currencies because something like Bitcoin, there's always that debate about, is it a commodity? Is it a currency? Which way do we go about it? And we've sort of already spoken about what's going on in the currency markets. Commodities, you know, how are you, you know, seeing things going on in that market and how is that affecting your sense as a trader? Looking at the commodities, there's been ups and downs. I mean, if we compare sort of gold and oil in 2020, gold flew through the roof because at times of uncertainty, gold goes up. On the other hand, 
oil came down drastically, even reaching minus numbers at one stage, mm. because there was so much oil, they didn't even have somewhere to spare, so they didn't even have somewhere to store it. So the price, they couldn't give it away. What we saw in 2021 was that the oil price went up big time and the gold price went down. And what's interesting for 2022 is what's going to happen because, again, Omnicorn is an unknown, but most countries are in the process right now of closing their borders again. The question is, how's that going to affect travel, which is a huge user of oil, petrol, obviously, which will be interesting to see. And in uncertainty, again, when there's uncertainty, then gold is is the star of the show very, very often. And so it'll be interesting to see certainly gold against Bitcoin which is what you mentioned earlier before, but gold against oil to see the relationship because their relationship has been opposite in the last two years. So 2022 is going to be very, very interesting. I know that in 2020 at CM Trading, oil was super popular when it hit its low levels. And then at CM Trading in the next year, we had this year gold. People are, tend to be are buying gold still which is an interesting one because it's gone down quite heavily, but people are holding their positions. So that that's another interesting one to, to, to pay attention to, definitely. And I think one of the things that then becomes clear, you know, whether we're talking about commodities, whether we're talking about uh, cryptocurrencies, we spoke about stocks at the beginning of the conversation, is that there's a lot to think about in the universe for a trader, for someone who's looking to get into investments. We sort of hints at the factor of diversification to say that you can't have all your eggs in one basket. So how are you thinking about uh, diversification at the moment? And, you know, what type of advice uh, would you have for others out there? Uh, I think, listen, I think on, on investing as a general, and it's something that I will always tell our clients, yeah, diversify your investments. Uh, there's no question. I, I touched on them before. Gold going down, oil going up. You know, you need to hit 100% to be 100% right. Yeah, you, to be right and to make money every time, you've got to be 100% right. And that's difficult to do. What Diversification is is the name of the game. And it doesn't matter what you're in. If you're at CM trading and you're trading gold against oil, gold or oil, if you're looking at your pension plan, all right, so you're putting some of your pension plan into CM trading, you're putting some of your pension plan into, into government bonds, you're putting some of your pension plan into American stuff, whatever it might be. Diversification is, in my opinion, for long-term investments is the key. Because as I said, you know, we use the example of gold and oil. If you'd have been in 2020 in oil halfway through the year in gold, you'd have made money if you'd have bought both of them. Uh, you'd have made money on both of them. But last year, if you'd have bought, as I said, a lot of CM trading clients uh, have bought gold, but they've also bought oil. And as such, the fall on the in, in gold has been more than offset by the rise in oil, which means that it gives them a it gives them room to breathe. And I think diversification is key in long-term investments. No, no, definitely. So it's been quite an interesting discussion that was us. We were talking to Daniel Keeble, who is uh, the CEO of CM Trading, giving us insights into what's going on in and around the cryptocurrency markets, as well as the other pieces of the investment universe. And he's keeping an eye on a lot of things, both for South African investors and for you know global considerations as as well. One of the big things he was talking about is the fact that uh, 2021 was the year of the mad. And he was just saying there were so many things that were unexpected that happened, but they did happen. And trying to look into a crystal ball to see what will happen in 2022, it's a bit tough to look at. But one of the great things is just to do your research and actually find yourself in a situation where you can be flexible with how you invest. Talking about all the growth that 
that's happened in cryptocurrency markets specifically around Bitcoin and also just talking about what's going on in the commodities markets as well. One of the things that he highlighted was what's going on in the gold market despite what's happening with the price. You've seen a lot of investors holding on there and now you then add all of the different things that people consider whether it's gold versus Bitcoin, the rand versus the dollar. There's a lot to think about but he's saying that as long as people are just paying attention out there then there's a lot of opportunity. So that's been it for this Trading Tips for 2022 podcast brought to you by CM Trading. I have been Mudiwa Gavaza, a tech writer with The Business Day and Financial Mail. Thank you.